0: Welcome to the God Tech and Hustle podcast. Get ready to enjoy a fun-filled wealth of knowledge and power and the ultimate guide to living your best life. Without further ado, here are your hosts, I am Grand Vision and Lady Tech Boss. All right. Yes, we're, we're
1: here. We're back for another one.
0: Another one. You
1: can hear the excitement in my voice, right?
0: I definitely do, and I'm just as excited. So. Man,
1: it's a, it's a lot of game today. It's a lot. Man, we're, we're blessed to have a great guest today. I'm, I'm really excited. Yes. Uh, man.
0: So let's talk about what we're going to be covering today.
1: Absolutely. So things you need to know about real estate, the ins and outs, what's happening currently in the market, why people need to make certain changes, why we need to invest. Just a lot of great game. And we're excited about the guy that we have here that's going to talk to us about that that great information because he's he's doing some cool things in real estate, a lot different than a lot of agents. Yes. And that's what's really cool. He's innovating. And I I'm, I'm always interested in working with people who are looking at what's happening in the market and figuring out new ways to leverage what's in front of them oh yeah yeah so i, th- I think without further ado well i'll
0: just say this i'm oh, really happy that we chose this topic because it's so important it is because Sorry. right now with everything going on with the real estate and all everybody jumping it's in crazy houses, right now it is on fire right now it's crazy so definitely having the information having the knowledge we got the right guy in the mix for this today so yeah let's yeah. go ahead and get going yeah
1: so 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 first let me just say this guy's he, he's a hustler he's 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 moving around. He's communicating. He's building relationships. His networking is impeccable. Oh yes. His his work is impeccable. He's if y'all can see how he's dressed right now, you <laughs> you would know that he's getting a lot of money right now. You would quickly know that, oh, yes. right? So it's it's just a beautiful thing. And without further ado, I wanna I wanna welcome Mr. Christopher Worth to the podcast.
2: Thank you.
0: What you got going on nowadays? What you working on? What you doing? What's what's going on with? What's Christmas? the play, big dog? Yeah. Man, and I'm gonna
2: keep it super simple, man. I'm actually helping people avoid seven years of mistakes. That's Ooh. how long I've been in All real right. estate, and so okay, man. I'm helping keep it easy. Oh yeah, it's not as complicated as people would make it be.
0: Oh, my gosh. That is so, I love what you just said. Let's yeah. avoid some of that because yeah. that's what's wrong right now. People just going out here not knowing exactly what's going on. They just out here willy-nilly with this. And so we appreciate you being here and giving us the information that we need. Absolutely. And so if you don't mind, just talk about how you got started with real estate.
2: Man, you know, it was it was like by fate. Someone said, hey, I think you'll be good at real estate. Mm-hmm. And so I went ahead. I took the test, got into it. But when I first started, man, I, I was a single father, and I was actually driving a cab.
0: What? Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. I was
2: driving a cab, man, um, in Tallahassee, Florida. Mm-hmm. And so I get my license. I meet with the owner of the Keller Williams, and she she took a chance on me. Oh, and, wow. and on my first week, the owner, the owner, the actual I mean, the, owner. Well, the owner of the franchise. Right. Okay, got yeah. it. And on my first week, man, I, I like I meet somebody, mm-hmm. and, and we close a deal. What? In the first week. Just like that? Yeah, just like that. That's how you kicked it off? That's oh. how that's how I kicked first it off, man. <laughs> first week out hey, here? I still, I still talk to that person to this day. We still really? like happy birthday, all that good oh, stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. But then, I don't close the deal for like six months. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. Six months. So I'm still riding my cab and making phone calls in the daytime. Did you say a cab? Cab. Like a cab. Like, like oh my God. So the only- This is before Uber. This oh, is before- Uber. Oh, you're OG out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, You've so been, so you been on the road. This okay. This is before Uber. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us about that, man. So I wait in the daytime, I would make my phone calls and, you know, work to do real estate. Nighttime, i will hop in the cab and then daytime, I'd be right back up. Right. So I was always working to like get it going. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And so
0: by her being in your cab, is that
2: what we're saying? No, no, no. By the owner being in my corner though. Oh. By her being in my corner okay. and telling me what to do and what not to do oh I was able to now exist in this day and that's why you asked me what am I doing I'm saying I'm helping people avoid seven years of mistakes I love that yeah so the same thing she did for me I'm doing for other people I'm making real estate actually be like simple process simpler like no you don't have to do all of that we're just going to do this and you're still going to be successful and whether you're selling your home buying a home or investing and that's investing traditionally or investing creatively okay we have to be more creative going forward in the new market
0: Okay, so let's talk about some of these mistakes that you're mentioning, especially with someone that wants to look to buy a home. First-time yeah. buyers, mm-hmm. what are some mistakes that they could actually avoid?
2: The mistakes that the mistake that they can avoid is this might not sound politically correct, mm-hmm. but don't listen to people who haven't purchased a home yet.
0: Okay. Thank you. Oh my God. Yeah, like um,
2: people with, you know, and I think their mother and their father and their grandmother mean very well. Yeah. But they haven't purchased a home since 1970.
0: Okay. And uh-huh. probably before then. And
2: probably before <laughs> right? then. So, you know, they'll come and ask these old questions mm. that don't apply to today's market. And I've seen people miss out on opportunities who would be up a <coughs> 200,000 right now. If they would have taken advantage of the opportunity, but they listened to someone who wasn't doing it. Wow. Sure. Now what sure.
0: else? What else you got then?
2: Okay, so outside of that, I would say, man, stop destroying your credit oh ooh. ooh! Now that's the one. I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to step on any toes. No. Like, no, Please step on the toes. Yeah. We we want all the smoke. Yeah yeah, we need, yeah, yeah, We need
1: we need to be held accountable. Yeah, yeah. Stop yeah. because we can't we can't make the moves.
2: So right. I mean, I work with a number just by the default of my business. I work with people who repair credit. Okay. And a lot of times people want to just get things taken off their credit when you don't have to necessarily do that. You can call the people who you owe, who are reporting, and you can work a deal with them to bring you back current. Okay. Ah, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. And once you're current, then your credit can go up. It's not the fact that the debt is on. It's the fact that you just neglected to pay. Exactly. Or instead of. If you know you can't pay, don't just don't pay. Call them and let them know you can't pay. Be proactive. Be proactive. Yeah, I had to, like someone took my, my social before and destroyed my credit, so I had to rebuild it. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm talking about something that I actually did myself okay. to... Get back up to like. So oh, you well, just ain't like, out here talking. No, no, no. Okay. They, they destroyed. They destroyed it, and they, they destroyed it from my neglect. I seen something on my profile, and I didn't do anything about it. Mm,
0: first yeah. of all, yeah, yeah. you'll yeah. be surprised on how many people don't even check their credit
2: score. I'm not surprised. They don't, uh, is it?
1: I think it's they don't want to deal with reality. Right. And that's a sad. That's a sad thing because yeah. eventually we need to make a move. And how do do we make that move without dealing with what's right in front of us?
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. And so on on that note, I mean, really all a person needs is a 580 credit score. That's it? That's it. What? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there that, yes, you can get the home, but you won't have the best terms Ah. in terms of your interest rates. And so let's make sure we're paying attention to the amount of interest that we're paying. Okay. Because it makes a difference in how much you pay for the home. Right.
1: So so is it better for a person to really make sure that they are working on their credit before they just try to buy a house at a five
2: eighty credit score? Like Man, that's so situational because if you need to move, you need to move. Okay. And then no one's stopping you from refinancing when you're in a better situation. <clears throat> Got, okay. it. Yeah, Got it. Yeah. So that's even with today they're like, oh, interest rates were three percent, they're at five percent now. Well, Right. I mean, if you need to move now, you need to move. It might go back to 3% tomorrow, and you can just refi. Okay. Oh, okay.
0: So you can do it as quickly as... I, I mean,
2: it's a timetable. I'm right. just saying it to keep it, like, simple. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it can be done. So
1: just generally speaking, like, how, how long does it usually take before you can refi?
2: Man, in my experience, I want to say, like, I've heard, like, up to 90 days or all the way up to six months. Oh, so oh okay. I always situation. thought it was, like, a year or something. Yeah, no. oh, okay. It can be before a year. But and the reason I, I, I hesitate to give you a time is... Mm. Each lender and bank I'm dealing with today has different overlays. Meaning they have different rules. Got it. Got it. Got so it. So somebody might do it like just like that. So it really
1: just depends on the circumstance and what they're the and what they're trying to do and the type of business they they generally do. Exactly. Um, exactly. So
0: let me ask this: Is it true that if you are in the middle of trying to get financing for a home and you go out and purchase a car, does that mess up something? Or
2: yeah, well it's yes and no because like, if you don't have any debt, okay. then the card may not really affect too much. But a lender's really looking at your debt-to-income ratio. Mm-hmm. How much debt do you have versus how much money you are bringing in? And so oh. a lot of times they'll tell you, don't purchase a vehicle don't use your credit card okay don't do anything related to credit because some people go extreme I actually have someone who was purchasing a home mm-hmm. and then they went and put twenty thousand dollars worth of furniture on their credit card oh God In they the couldn't they that. couldn't wait till the closing date they just had a cop yeah <laughs> you know luckily they called me oh they called me and they were you know excited about it mm-hmm. right and so I instantly paused and said hey, take all that back right now
1: right now oh.
2: or, or, or you're not closing ooh okay tomorrow okay. It's, it's done like and that has happened more than one time although we tell people don't purchase anything the excitement of decorating their home they they do it oh, they right do it.
1: so they yeah. got this vision for their house and then all of a sudden it's like chris going to hurt their feelings take it all back Man, yeah, so yeah. you can actually get the home so you
2: can actually get the home first right after right. you get the home now you free to do as you, yeah, would, yeah, yeah. you want to do Right.
1: So, so Chris, tell us about some more, you know, that's kind of like the traditional side of real estate. Mm -hmm. Now, what about from the investment side? What are you seeing in the market? Is it a viable place for people to invest right now? I know a lot of people are flipping houses. My brother, he does some, some real estate stuff. I saw him flip a house, which was a super amazing, but a lot of hard work. Mm -hmm. So, so what type of deals are available right now for the investor?
2: Oh man, I mean, really good question. And so I think the misconception is that the uh market where investors lie is the same as the market where a retail buyer lies. Okay. So we think about the multiple listing service, mm-hmm. but when you're an investor, all the homes that you're driving by on a day-to-day basis is free game. Uh, it's a that's available. So it's it's no lack of properties for investors okay as it is for the retail buyer.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: And so but to answer your question, like investors at this point have the opportunity to do creative financing all the way up to subject to. Subject to means subject to the existing mortgage. There's times when you don't have to go to the bank and get a traditional mortgage. Okay. You can just take over the other person's mortgage. What? Yeah. Oh. Now, I, I've seen this stuff like on Instagram. No, and it's, I'm, real. I'm all, it's real. No, it's real. I thought I I've thought it was people it. out here pump no, faking. No, no, no I, I've done Oh well, excuse me, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah this yeah, is why we
1: bring the pros in, yeah, right? Yeah, We're yeah, not, nah, not, you sure. know, everybody has their lane. But <laughs> listen, I, I love when somebody's really bringing value yeah. and educating the people on the real opportunity. So basically, if if someone wants to sell you their house, uh-huh. you could assume their mortgage mm. in some sort of way, legal way. So
2: you, you're, it's, yes, but you're you're mixing. The terms. Okay. Assuming, talk to me. Assuming, assuming the mortgage is saying that you're now going to the lender. That lender's qualifying you for that person's interest rate and loan. Sure. Subject two is the mortgage stays. The de- the debt stays in that person's name. The deed ah. goes into your name. Oh. There is no approval process. I like for that. A subject two. I like that. Why would someone do it? Is the question, right? That's Mm -hmm. the question. No, that's what I want to (laughs) know. That's the question. That's the million-dollar question. We in real estate, I think we think too black and white. We don't think creatively. So if you wanted to sell me your home right now, and your home is worth 500k if I bought it to you as your existing mortgage, I don't have to pay closing costs and go get a mortgage. So you probably can charge me six hundred, six hundred and fifty thousand 650,000 for your home as long as the terms make sense. Cause now you are the lender. So ah. you may say, you may say that I only have to pay you back in 40 years, right. which means that my payment is lower. Ah, got it. Right? Yeah. Like, so for the right terms, you can put any kind of Money or situation on top of
1: shoot. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the book, book here tonight and yeah, see, yeah, yeah yeah and knock on some doors and yeah. be like yo yeah let me do let so, me all the time. let's work together yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, let's work something. together let's build let's you know let me let me get Mr Worth on the phone because he's saying it's possible there's a way there if there's a will there's a way um so tell us about some other creative ways for people to to get in the house and we know that we have a lot of people we have a lot of low income mm-hmm. people. That are having trouble getting housing right now. You know, and it's a housing crisis. You know, all across America, I was looking at a special, I think it was Vice, you know, on YouTube, the Vice Network, Mm -hmm. and they were simply talking about New York, right? Like how there's the lottery. There's not enough housing for the people, low-income people. Mm -hmm. So have you seen any new solutions kind of out here in the market? And then they also kind of spoke about just all the levels, even people that live in mobile homes, Mm -hmm. right, and how they're buying these homes, but they don't own the land, Mm -hmm. and these companies are coming in and raising everything up. Mm-hmm. They can't even afford to move, and they literally got an increase of 22% mm-hmm. since last year. Mm-hmm. And these people on fixed incomes. I mean, yeah any solutions that you're aware of for that type of thing?
2: Yeah, yeah, actually. I mean, I, th- I think my solution may not be the easiest, or, and it's not even complicated, but it may not be the solution that people want to hear. Sure, mm-hmm. and, sure. And it's going to come down to you're going to have to become financially literate. Ooh.
0: Yes. Financial like, literacy. Um, oh, it, this
2: is the state of someone taking care of your finances is over. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if and you you're seeing that because Wall Street is now in the real estate game. Yes. And since Wall Street is in the real estate game, you're competing against Wall Street at times for property. Right. And I've sold a few properties and it was with to hedge funds. Oh. Ah. Yeah. So, right. and then they turn around and they raise the rent. Yes. And so the only the the way for Ford is understanding how to creatively finance real estate. Got it. Got like, it. Like subject two. Right. Or you might do subject two, and this person needs a mortgage, and you may just wrap your terms around a subject two. It's called a wrap. Ah, so, got it. This, this person has $20,000 to put down, but they don't have the credit. Or yeah. They have $20,000 to put down, but they're a new entrepreneur, so they can't get bank financing. Sure. You can just do a rap.
1: Oh. Man, listen, I'm not even going to ask you to break that down. Listen, if you want to know more, yeah. Yeah. You, you better get in contact with yeah. this guy. Yeah. It, you might have the money, but if your credit not right, or if you're – if your credit is right, you don't have the money, he might can wrap something up for you. Now I'm trying to tell you know what I mean package it up so you need to see this brother. No,
0: hold on now because so basically you're saying if you have decent credit, there's some options out here that you don't have to put any money down.
2: Oh, that that, that as well. Oh wow. Yeah, that as well. I mean, I did. I helped a young lady and she received a twenty-five thousand dollar grant in Atlanta.
0: Ooh. And uh-huh.
2: or in Florida, a lot of times they'll receive down payment assistance that allow for you to stay in the home five years and then it's forgiven. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. And so what what I would do, traditionally, especially for like people who don't have a lot of resources is I would get them down payment assistance. Yeah. I would then turn around and ask the seller to pay all or a portion of their closing costs. Uh-huh. And then uh, Oh, I would get a seller to pay all or a portion of their closing costs and then they may have to bring $1000 to the closing table. That's but, not bad though. Man listen, I have the guy in Atlanta buy a home 435,000 his closing call I mean, his his amount of money he had to bring to closing was like $1000, dollars 1014 dollars You 000. out
1: here making miracles, boy. This ain't
2: Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's you a real, real life. life. You the
1: real estate prophet out here. Yeah, no,
2: that's that's real life. That's real life. That's dope. So,
0: yeah. So what about if you already you know I guess receive I guess some kind of grant previously? And now you're ready to purchase another home like five or 10 years later. Or something. Well, well, let's
2: back up and, and let's also address the situation. If you own a home and then you sell a home mm-hmm. and then you don't purchase a home within the next three years, you are now a first time home buyer again. Oh, yeah. I love yeah, that. Yeah. 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 So okay. you, you're always a first time home buyer if you do that. Okay. But, See, that's what we didn't know. But, okay. the, but the bigger play is when you own your home for three, 300, what's 365 times two? That's what like, 7:30 mm-hmm. or 7. Yeah, I think it's like 7. Close enough. Yeah. So, on day 731, you can if you're in Florida and Georgia, I don't know about the rest of the places, if you sell that property, that they'll, your proceeds are tax-free.
0: What? Yeah. Okay. You so, heard that tax-free, y'all.
2: No, that's that's
1: great. No, yeah. but but did you hear what he said? So, are you saying that you're licensed in both states?
2: Yeah. I'm licensed in both states. I'm active in both. I'm active active in both states. Not not play play active.
1: Okay, because I see a lot of people. They're like, hey, I'm cross. You know, I'm doing these couple states. But, you know, it seems like they're just doing it really in one place. Maybe they're licensed, but they're not really doing business. Yeah, that's got to be challenging. No, no, no. Not for you. No. You must have got a great team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> that's that's super duper awesome. So now I got, I, you know, I was waiting on this interview. I do have a a, a very important question. Sure. It's, it's controversial also. Now the real estate mogul Grant Cardone says you don't even need to own a house. Mm-hmm. And to me, he has some very logical reasoning behind mm-hmm. that. What do you think about that? I mean, I mean, he has 2 billion in assets,
2: yeah. Um, okay. So it's to me, it's con- it's context. Okay. So I mean, what Grant Cardone also says is that a home isn't an asset, just like Robert Kiyosaki, and he's correct. Sure. You know. So how can I put it? I actually think that depending on your situation, he's right.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's but more of a personal. It's like, a personal thing. So right. like,
2: but I don't think certain people should listen to that because historically. Owning homes has produced the wealth to give the person a platform to say that exactly. owning homes don't sure. make sense. Exactly. True. So if you're not in that, I'm just, I'm using choosing my words carefully. Sure. If you're not in that class, got it. Per se,
1: is it class or mindset?
2: America is classism.
1: Right, but I mean, I think it's the mindset, though. Of okay, the reason the reason I say mindset is because. You know, when I bur- when I bought my first home, what I quickly realized is if I could go back in time and spend that same money on buying a subway franchise yeah. that brought me fifteen k a month, right. I could have immediately owned a mansion and not my little that's three the, bedroom house.
2: That's the Grant Cardone basic basic mm-hmm. premise of sure. When you go to a hospital, you don't buy the whole hospital; you rent right. the bed. Right. right. I agree with them. <laughs> like mm-hmm. so, if you're Thinking in the capacity of business and cash flow and returns, sure, I agree that it makes far more financial sense at times to just put the money into your business so that you can receive the cash flow. Got it. But after you have the cash flow, you have to put the cash flow somewhere. Yeah. And you have to have excellent tax strategies where that's where real estate comes into play. But if you're not going to invest and you're not going to handle business, I think it makes sense to own the home because- it, at at the, a minimum, your hundred thousand dollar home in thirty years turned to three hundred thousand or four hundred thousand, and now you have it.
1: Right. So just bare like, just bare minimum. Great investing is to say, hey, if you're if you live living to work and you're you know living every day, go yeah. ahead and buy a home if you can get it's a for, home.
2: It's forced saving. It's forced savings. Sure. Forced savings. Yeah. It's yeah. forced savings. Or you have this medical bill that came up, and now you have two hundred thousand dollars in equity you're able to make moves. So it's better to own it than not. Sure. Depending on your strategy, right? Right, 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 right.
0: Yeah. Now, speaking of home ownership, there's a lot of people, you know, people are, you know, getting older, some are passing away and they're leaving their property to, you know, family members and things like that. What is your thoughts on that? Is it best to just go ahead and try to sell it? Because I know, you know, I've been a part of that as well and other people that I know. So what is the best advice if you have this type of property? What do you do?
2: All right so once again it's always scenario based mm-hmm. but if you are in a state to where you just absolutely you know don't need that money in this moment it's not a dire Man, keep that home like and the reason you're going to keep the home is because god isn't making any more land that's right all right right and so and then on top of that we don't look at homes as businesses sometimes Mm-hmm. But every time a person, an investor investor purchases a home that produces cash flow, Mm -hmm. he bought a business.
0: Oh, That's a good point. That's a great way to
2: look at it. Yeah, so instead of receiving a property and then you're cashing out very fast, just turn it into a business that pay you every month.
0: Wow. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So our thing is we always just try to hurry up and get rid of something. Now we have the cash for the moment, and now the cash is gone, and now what?
1: Right, no cash flow. No cash flow. We're getting away from the cash flow. So, you know, just from a personal perspective, I saw saw Lady Tech Boss, she – she created some cash flow with the investment property, which I think is very awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did your thing. Yeah, I, ain't, ain't I think we did.
2: talked about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you did your <laughs>
1: little thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but while we're talking about that, now something I see on TV a lot is reverse mortgages. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even understand what that is.
2: Yeah, man, <laughs> I'll keep it transparent. You got me on that When I hear about it often. or not often. I hear about it every now and again. It's, right. It, but my premise, it, it looks like it's, a person is basically taking money from the future oh, okay, okay okay yeah and, yeah and and then they're living their life and but it just seems like if it's not done right you lose the property yeah yeah and that's just, what, you sold uh, a property before selling the property right 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 yeah. it, it just
1: seems very interesting how they make this type of stuff work and it kind of goes to the point of how people make rules for whatever benefits the people with the most money yeah. and we end up abiding by these
2: rules i don't even know if it's a, if it's money is the thing it's it's literacy okay it's literacy it's literacy it's yeah. not even money. See, like a person today could have no money but have the financial literacy and they they're, they're just perfectly fine sure you can have a million dollars and no literacy and the money's just that's leaving sure it's so, it's leaving.
0: so where do you get the literacy that's the problem i mean we, we hear that but where do you get it
2: i mean so you guys are both in tech yes all right so the technology exists i think that what people are doing is they are complicating what it takes to figure out a thing. We hop on YouTube and watch entertainment, but the same information there. is on YouTube if you would like to know. Right. Even with me speaking about raps or creative financing or 580 credit score, I'm, I'm not saying anything that's revolutionary. It's actually just on YouTube. Got it. I mean, I, I'm, I do it, but it is on YouTube.
1: Information is there.
2: The information is there to become literate. And if the information isn't there, you and I exist and we're a phone call away.
0: Well, And see, that's the main thing where I'm saying there's a lot of information out there. It's too much information Mm -hmm. out there. So you don't really know what's the right method or which way you need to go. And so that's why we're thankful for you. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, the main thing is, you know, what projects do you have coming up? What are some things that, you know, we can be on the lookout for?
2: Yeah, really good. So I'm actually producing or having a course Produced. That way we can just go ahead and simplify what it Dash actually takes to yes. purchase a home as well as what it takes to sell a home. Right. And I do want to mention something. So everyone is hearing that it is the seller's market. I mean, with interest rates rising, the market is turning a little bit. It's becoming a little bit soft, meaning more listings are coming on the market. And if too many listings come on the market then it turns into a, a buyer's market yes mm. it's, a, it's a supply and demand that's that's no what waiting on, on. i'm waiting on issue <laughs> i um, want it to be
1: a buyer's market
2: but what i do want to mention to people who are selling their home on their own yes you it, like a lot of people or not a lot of people some people they're like well i'm going to sell this home on my own because i can save on commissions and i can make more money well if that's a yes and a no mm-hmm. because one of the reasons why a real estate professional makes more money is because we have a lot, a louder megaphone, and mm-hmm. a wider audience. Audience of people can see the property. So if you have, if you have on your own two people submit an offer, yeah, that's cool. You may have made ten thousand dollars more, but if I do it and I have sixteen people write an offer, uh-huh. then I made you. 50000 left. You left $30,000 on the table because you're trying to save 3%. God, that's a good point. It happens, super valid. It happens all the time. That's super valid. It happens all the time. It's like yeah. people don't realize that commissions are actually marketing tools. Yeah. Right. As a real estate professional, it's a dirty secret. We can see how much money we're making before we even show the property.
0: Right. Yeah, I just want to add to that because my yeah. first house when I bought it and I was in it for quite a while and then I finally sold it but before I tried to sell it, I tried to do it on my own. And I had all these people coming. I was trying to do my own little open house and all this stuff <laughs> and wasting time. People yeah. didn't have no financing, no nothing. I was just like, I was just hoping somebody was just going to give me a check, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It took forever. And so when I finally gave it over to a real estate agent, it literally sold within the first week.
1: Yeah, month. yeah, yeah. It's crazy. They put it in the right place. They put
0: it in the right, yeah. And more people was coming. So like you said, it yeah. didn't it didn't take no time. But when I tried to do it, like, oh, I'm going to say this. No, I'll forget yeah. that. And I think
1: think you brought up a valid point. Like, it's so important to, when you're trying to accomplish something, you need to get the right person involved. You need to get, like, the professional. This is what they do. They have a proven track record to help facilitate this thing. You know, and that brings me to to one question, you know, something I've always been interested in, in the industry. Where does this whole 3% thing come from?
2: Man, I'm glad you asked that question because I really don't know where it comes from. But <laughs> sounds like nonsense. No, no, no. But but what I'm okay. going to say is when I'm when I'm in my investor world with my investor colleagues, they're not operating on a three percent basis. Sometimes they're you know doing thirty percent, sixty percent, hundred and twenty percent returns. Okay. And so I think it's just someone came up with it and everybody wrote with it.
1: Right. These standards it's kind of garbage because if you're grinding out and you delivering, you know, super high value service. It should probably be more than 3%. It
2: Man, just, no, just, I, I agree. But, you know, I agree. And, like, as, in our example, and I've actually had this happen. You know, as I was selling two properties, we literally had 16 offers. But that's 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 all good. Now you got to think, if a person was doing it on their own, they have to now sift through 16 contracts. Uh, and you have to figure out who actually has the money. Right. What's actually the best terms And all that good stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So
1: So it just seems like a it's a whole lot of sauce in the game. Um, So so let's let's wrap it up, right? Like, how would you put all this in a nice bow? Like, what the main things people should know? How to contact you? Obviously, let us know about that. And just just a nugget that people can take with them.
2: All right. So major nugget, but it's going to sound so simplistic that it might go over your head. Okay. anybody can do this Ooh. anybody can own and anybody can actually sell real estate but it's definitely a personal development thing you have to be willing to educate yourself
1: right
0: there you go absolutely yep that's it and how can they
2: reach you alright well you can reach me on Instagram my Instagram handle is Christopher.Worth is my first name last name and my phone number is four four nine three four nine seven seven six. and I'm always by the phone I'm ready
0: all right, Chris. Yeah, ready to go.
2: Yeah. This brother's serious. He gets a lot done. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we're showing houses in Florida.
1: We got three closings on Monday. Yeah. We got five closings on Wednesday. <laughs> we got nine closings on Friday in
2: two states. And Cabo.
1: Yeah, and, and Cabo. Cabo. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's international, well, international worth.
0: First of all, I would be remiss if I don't even least talk about him still being able to do tech, too. Tech. Oh yeah! yeah! Yeah yeah you know yeah what I mean, tech, real estate. I mean, yeah. this. Means oh, he's
1: also amazing. an engineer. That's yeah. right. And He can hop in and out at any given time, yeah. Yeah. and that's the beauty of it, right? Like having having the right skills, being able to take advantage of all markets. I think is always going to be super key, right?
0: Yeah. And having automation, no matter what you do, you got to have that in any industry. It's just process, help. process, process, process. Your life so much better. 100%. So, so Christopher, thank you so much for being here with us today. You definitely gave us a lot in a short amount of time. We definitely want to make sure we have you back. And we got
1: to have a part too. This real estate because it's always changing, yeah. Because these interest rates are going up. I want to know in a couple months what we're looking like. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah,
0: all yeah. right. Well, thanks so much. So, with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and sign out. I am Lady Tech Boss, I
1: am Grand Vision.
0: Thanks so much, guys. See you next time. All right,
1: guys, have a great one. All right,
0: you've been listening to God Tech and Hustle with I am Grand Vision and Lady Tech Boss. If you enjoyed today's show, please like, Subscribe and tell a friend. For more information, visit hustle.com. And remember, applied knowledge is power, and the best is yet to come. Peace and blessings to everyone.